Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Walter, back in the day, I used to do stairs and in three-inch heels. Back in the day. It's called back in the day is now. Welcome back, everybody, to the X-Cast. The truth is in here. I'm your host, Tony Black, and we are continuing our coverage of Home Again, the fourth episode of the X-Files Season 10 Revival series. And once again, I am joined by Mr. Andrew Brooker. Hello. Hello again. Uh, it's been such a long time since we spoke. It has. It seems to be forever. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're going to go a little deeper on uh, Mulder and Scully in Home Again, and we're going to get into a little bit about um, their arc throughout this story and um, explore what they go through. But before we do that, we have a little bit of um, listener feedback. This time, it's from Clarence Moy again, who uh, going to touch about my struggle and let us know his thoughts on that one, in, in that he was a little bit torn. And this time, he emailed um, to say, dying to know your thoughts about this one. I, too, was hoping for a sequel to Home, and it appears we've been given more of a thematic sequel. Maybe? I need to watch it again, but they reused the classic song during graphic murder sequence to admittedly diminishing returns. Love Gillian, though. She can do no wrong. What do you think about that? I think I think he's I think he's on pretty solid ground there. Yeah, I think he's probably on something. Was it the same song? No, no. But it was. I think what he means is that they used a old sort of sixties, fifties, sixties perky little song yeah. while a murder was going on. In this case, it was Downtown by uh, Petula Clark. Yeah. Um, instead of like Wonderful, Wonderful by Johnny Mathis. But I think they the idea is the same kind of thing where it's using this really sort of traditionally lovely happy song. When yeah. someone's getting ripped apart. <laughs> yeah. And those are the bits that make you go, yeah, thematic sequel is probably the uh, the best way to put it. Yeah. It's definitely there, isn't it? The, especially in the monster side of it, the feeling from home is definitely there. Mm. But no, I think it's on the money there. The spiritual successor, you'd call it, wouldn't you? Maybe. Mm. If it worked properly. And this is the thing, it doesn't. It doesn't work properly. And it's it wants to be a little bit along those lines, but it doesn't quite get it right. So I think... Clarence, as he said, he needs to watch it again. But by the sound of it, he's a little bit on the fence, like like we are, really. And yeah. we see good in it, and you know, we see the flaws in it. So um, thanks for that, Clarence. Keep sending in your feedback. So let's talk Mulder and Scully then in this one. And obviously, this is very much a Scully-centric episode in many respects, isn't it? It's it's all about the case at the very beginning when they first get on there, and you've got the uh, the council official who's been ripped apart by the. Uh, the strange monster creature, but then Scully gets a call from her brother. It was her brother Bill, wasn't it? Because when the phone's ringing, yeah. you see William, don't you? Yeah. And she just sees William, and then it's... And that, that reminded me, because I remember seeing in the trailers that uh, her phone, and it said, William calling, and I kept thinking, ooh, is she in touch with William? You know? It did kind of make your heart skip a second, didn't it, when yeah. you first saw that? But obviously it was a big cheat, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, I was like, oh, fucking hell, you prick <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So yeah, it's uh, it's her brother Bill to tell her that um, 
lovely old Maggie Scully has had a heart attack, which I thought was really sad because I've always liked, I always liked her. She was just a lovely, normal woman, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a really cool character. Just you know, she was just mum. Yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, everybody's mum does the same thing. You worry about their kid and try and make sure their kids are right. But she was just the mum character. It wasn't, you know, there was always something a bit underlying with with Mulder's parents. But her parents, not so much. They were just, just a a normal family. And, yeah, she was a really cool mum character. So, yeah, for for them to give her a heart attack seems really, really mean and spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we need to do something to put Scully through the shit. I know. Yeah. There's someone in her family who hasn't died yet. Let's sort yeah. that out, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because I think what I like the most about, obviously, you know, in, in the end, Margaret Scully dies by the end of this episode, which is a real shame. Spoilers, a bit late for that, but there you go. Um, but uh, I, I always liked the fact that they kept her out of the conspiracy, really, as well, in that, you know, Mulder's family had all been, you know, involved in, in secrets. Scully's family obviously get dragged into it with Melissa being killed, but she was she was just a mother, like you said, and she was never anything else. She was just a genuine woman and i, I yeah. really like the fact they they always kept her pure of everything yeah and that's probably the best word to use to describe it as well isn't it she, she was just she was a pure character she was she was always they kept a big distance between her and the conspiracy for the entire show and it was really nice that they'd done that yeah, it was great and she she always played the part really well obviously she doesn't get a fat lot to do it really she's mainly just wired up to tubes and she's yeah. slowly you know, conking out, and she gets one line later, but... Um, <laughs> conking out. Conking out is quite a brutal way of putting it, but, you know. Conking out. <laughs> Shuffling off could have, would have been a worse way to yeah. say it. She, uh, she doesn't get a fat lot to do, but she's she was always she was always really good, so it is it is a, a, a shame to see her go, actually. And apparently she's she's a really nice woman in, in real life, Sheila Larkin. The, um, Matt Alary was on recently on, from the X-Files lexicon. He's, he knows her and her husband, which is R.W. Goodwin, who was one of the producers and directors for the first five years. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's 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 in touch with them, and he says she's just a really lovely woman in real life as well. So, you know, translates into the character, really. So that's yeah. nice. In a way, I, I mean, it's, it's a weird way to think about it, but it's nice that, you know, they have got this character that they've kept away from the conspiracy, and they've, they've never got them involved in the story really badly. So mm. it's... it's it's almost nice that they've just killed her off of natural causes. Yeah, yeah. Nothing untoward, nothing, you know, suspicious, just plain old, old age. Well, well this is it. She'd be probably about 70 now, really. Because yeah. you get the feeling that she had she had her kids fairly young. Because when you first meet her in Beyond the Sea, she can't be more than about 47, 48, really. No. So, and she looks quite youthful for her age. Uh, uh, you know, her dad was always older. He looked, he's looked a bit older. So I reckon she had like, she had the older lads. So like Bill Scully, who was the, I think the oldest one. He, she, I think she had him quite young, but yeah, she'd be, she'd be roughly around 70-ish. So she'd be around the age probably Mulder's mum was when she died. Yeah. Really. I think she had a heart attack as well, didn't she actually? Mulder's mum? I'm sure yeah. she did back in season seven, but... But yeah, it's it, it's it's a shame. But you, so in that sense, you really you are really invested in Scully. I think, even though the episode is flawed, as we've said, I think you do care when Scully's by mum's bedside and you're getting mentions of like Ahab and and things like that, which is nice callback to to One Breath, where you know Scully Scully's name she was Starbuck, wasn't she, to her dad? Yeah. So there's things like that, and 
it's interesting, really, what Scully's mom says, isn't it? In in her final in her final line, which it took me the the later sort of flashback moment to that moment to understand what she said because I didn't I didn't understand at first what she'd said, and I only got okay. it on the second the second one. I may have missed this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, she says she wakes up just before she dies, yeah. and she because Scully gets the call from Charles who's a real twat by the look of it, because he just basically goes on the phone and goes, yeah, what do you want, Mum? Basically. Yeah. You know, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, he, he does come off like a bit of a yeah, wanker, doesn't he? he really does. And then uh, she wakes up, she, and she look, She doesn't look at Scully, she just looks at Mulder, who's there, and she says, I have a son called William too, or William was the name of my son too. And then she dies, basically. And Scully's really overcome, because she says the last words she ever said were about the son I gave away. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's an interesting because there's there's a few curiosities left with this. There's, there's the I don't know if you caught the mention of of the the quarter that Scully's mom's been wearing round her neck. Yeah. Um, and Scully never understands the significance of that, even no. by the end. And there's also the fact that her mom changed her will as well, without yeah. talking to. So there's there's a few things about in the last few years of her life that are left as as mysteries. Do you reckon that was intentional, just to add an extra component? I think it possibly was. I think it. I mean, I, I admit to turning into a bit of a cynic for this episode. <laughs> so I, I think it's it's possibly more to do with what we were talking about earlier. That is clearly two episodes squished into one. Mm. I think we were supposed to get more of both sides of it, and I think we yeah. were supposed to get maybe more flashbacks of her mum. You know, maybe you know, maybe a bit of explanation. I I think it's in this case. I think it's now purposefully been been left for us to ponder over. Mm. You know. Over the water cooler, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasts and forum posts and everything from here to eternity trying to figure out what was going on with the quarter. Yeah. I think, like we said previously, I think that we're missing parts. Mm. I think we're missing bits for for the backstory. and Because everything kind of, with her mum has kind of happened suddenly. Mm. And it seems like there should be more to it. So I think they've, in this case, they ha- they have to leave explaining it either to a later season, if we get another one. You know, maybe we get a, a prequel to this episode that, that covers covers her mum. But I think it has to be left purposely for us to ponder because they haven't got time to tell us themselves. Yeah, yeah, which which is, isn't particularly great storytelling, really. It's and not. I, I, th- I think that I think you're right in that the few a few bits of contextual information have been cut, you know, and I think it's, it's ironic because they were they were quite happy to throw in lots of little soft focus flashbacks to, to William and to One Breath and to, you know, greatest hits of the past. And that was all well and good and everything. And it, it allows you to sort of get that context emotionally. You understand the yeah. emotional context, but in terms of some of the the uncertainties, although admittedly part of the point of it could be that Scully doesn't know. And that's, yeah. you know, that, that she, she's lost her mother very suddenly. Because like you said, it all happens very suddenly for her. And she plays yeah. it really well, Gillian Anderson. She does play the the whole role of, of somebody who's just didn't see this coming at all, did not account for this, and suddenly her yeah. mum's gone in the blink of an eye, and she's she's left with complete uncertainty about the last few days of her mum's life or the last... It's something I think it takes a lot of uh, a lot of skill to do mm. to, to make that kind of situation be convincing in that kind of situation. Mm. Everything from the random phone call, you know, that that phone call that we all dread when we're at work. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and to be able to go, oh, oh, fucking, oh, okay, I've got to go. You know, and for us to instantly go, oh shit, 
Mm. Come here. Let me give you a hug before you go. It's okay. That was and that yeah. was really nicely done, actually. Where Mulder just says, "Just go, just yeah. go." I, I thought. I think those elements really work well. I think those elements they, they work perfectly. You know, because the, and they they're doing this. This is the one thing they're doing consistently well so far across this season is them two together as a partnership. Yeah. You know, and it is back to old, you know, old school X-Files, the stuff we saw mid-series. They, you know, they work really well together. They're really good friends. They're, they're great partners, all of that. So literally something's gone wrong. Mulder says, off you go. I'll carry on here and yeah. I'll catch you up when I get a chance. And to be fair, he does, he does come and spend a good chunk of the episode with her, doesn't he? You know, because yeah. I did, I did think is he is he going to be one of them where he's off chasing the monster and she's she's on a on a tod really, but then he does turn up and you know he, he, he like the good chunk midsection the, the the trash man's off killing doing all kinds of things and he's there he's there with her and I, I thought, and yeah. he's there when when Margaret dies and all this and I thought that was good that was really good yeah I'm not sure how I feel about that because at the same time both stories possibly could have progressed a bit better if they were separate for the rest of the episode. That's also true, yeah. You know, I I, I do get, you know, because we, we've all had, let's hope we haven't all had days where we've lost mums when we're supposed to be at work. Mm. But, you know, we've, we've all, you know, we've all had shit happen and gone, no, I'm going back to work because this is what I know I have to do. Mm. But it just, it, that, that one bit when she insists on going back to work, it, it didn't sit right. Mm. It didn't. It didn't feel right. It just. It felt forced is the wrong word. It just. It didn't feel fluid enough. It doesn't feel like what she would do. Mm. You know, she's not the workaholic. Mulder would do that. That that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that's Mulder's character through and through. She would be with her family. Oh, and and that's that's what I was about to say. Actually, you you know when you said that it would have worked better when, if Mulder had been off on the case, why didn't they just get Bill Scully back? You know, and and you could have had him there to play out those scenes with with Scully, be there when she's she's grieving. Yep, it, that would have made as much sense as Mulder. And he's the character that we've got some connection with as well because we've spent time with him in the past. Yeah, you know, he's it's been a few years, like, but we've you could easily catch that up. And you know, yeah. he he was a for for a good few episodes, he was a good solid character involved. Like when Scully was ill, he was around a lot. You know, when she had yeah. cancer. And and he was he used to butt heads with Mulder, didn't he? Because he used to. Yes, he did. And it was he blamed him. Yeah, and it was really good. It was good drama, you know. And he was a good character because he was he seemed on some respects a bit of a jackass, but he wasn't. He was just a protective older brother. Yeah. So he, why they didn't get him back, I don't know. So it's that's yeah a bit of an oddity. I don't think both sides of the story possibly would have flowed a bit better if it played like that. Yeah, I think so. Mulder obviously. Apart from this, takes a real, little bit of a back, set, back seat in a way. You know, he's involved in the case, but I have to say, one of the things that struck me was there were moments in this where it was not Mulder as much as it was David Duchovny. Like there was there was one moment in particular where at the beginning, towards the beginning, he's he's looking around where the killings happened, and he finds those two council officials in the in the alley, and he just strolls up to them and goes, "Ho ho ho, what's going on with you two, but in here?" Yes. Like, yeah. and, it a, and it was a bit like, well. And then suddenly you get this, it's a quite clumsy scene really, because you just get this whole raft of exposition with these two people who you've just met. But yeah. it, it was very like, that's more Hank Moody or David Duchovny, or it's a blend of all three, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it didn't feel like a it didn't feel like a good episode. I tell you what, it felt like actually, it felt like it was one of the the earlier film scenes. Yes, yeah, it while, did. while they were still getting comfortable. Well, more importantly, while he was still getting comfortable being Mulder without Scully. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it it did feel like he wasn't quite wasn't quite in the flow of what he was doing yet. No, yeah, it, I thought that it, you know it didn't quite it didn't quite work. It felt a little bit too casual when really he's you know he, he, that's not what Mulder, how Mulder would have done it you know and yeah okay he's changed and David Duchovny's talked about how he's evolved and and they've done that well you know how Mulder and Scully have both evolved as people over the last fifteen years when when they've been away but I still think that was just a little bit a little bit too jokey but then they find yeah. their feet a bit later when you've got like we've mentioned in the previous episode they've, they're off investigating and you know you've got the nice little interplay between them at, at, at points you know and they're it's like the old days, and it's yeah. that's all great, and it just there just wasn't enough of that in this episode. You know, if you'd have had a lot more of the actual story and plot, that would have been great. Yeah, I, th- I think the better way to run to have done this episode would have been to have had the monster episode, mm. and then had an entirely for both characters as well, for Mulder and Scully, have an episode that that's dedicated to them and their family or. Mm. Scully's family, because Mulder doesn't really have any family anymore, does he? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he his family is is Scully and his work, and and that that could have all fit in nicely as an episode all on its own with plenty of the because all that soft focus flashback stuff it's perfect for episode two of the season. It's not perfect for episode four because we've already been caught up to this point. Well, it's funny because what what I thought of was, it's funny you should say that, because I thought if you were going to tack all this Scully stuff onto another episode, Founders Mutation would have been a much more organic fit, really, I think. It would have still crowded out that episode, and it would have made that episode less effective. But it would have worked better contextually, because you had a lot of parental stuff going on in that as well. It just, if anything, they should have done that and had home again, a much stronger, solid, straight down the middle... Mulder and Scully investigating some fucking weird shit. That's yeah. it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, it wasn't meant to be. But at least we do get some really good, solid character work for Scully, and um, you know, more hints about William. And by the end, they have that final scene where, in to some extent, they both they both agree that they have to. Would you? Did you take that as basically them both saying we need to basically start looking for him now? Yeah, it kind of, it, it kind of felt like they. Yeah, they need to start looking. They need to start maybe, uh, maybe thinking about what they've done. Maybe thinking about what they might have put him through. Mm. Obviously, what they put themselves through. I don't know, mate. I mean, this needs to pay off big mm. at the end. This William stuff because it's being brought up a lot. Yeah, I think if we get to the end and they forget about it, I think there's there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of angry fans, you know, because I mean they're pushing the William story big. Mm. I get the feeling that given that my struggle too is. Scully struggle, I yeah. think you will have William potentially be a very big part of whatever's going to happen in that episode. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Actually, speaking of that, there was the uh, the little hint. I don't know if you saw. You might. You probably. You probably didn't because you avoid these things. But there was a, a, a the first two minutes of my struggle two during the um, the Super Bowl the other day. Uh, okay. Which was really interesting. Basically, it's similar along similar lines to the first minute or so of the of the first one with Mulder recapping. Yeah. Um, but then there's a little sting at the end of it, which I think made everyone go "Whoa!" And I won't spoil it for you, but it's a no. Real... I, I haven't. I, I tend to. I'm because I watch the Super Bowl on UK TV. We don't get all the Super Bowl ads, so I actually have to go out and hunt them down. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did see there was an X Files one, but but yeah, because I I avoided it a little bit. I mean, I, I did kind of guess that it was going to start basically the same way. Yeah, the first one did because when you realised that my struggle one was was Mulder's struggle, you were absolutely going to get a very similar uh, start for Scully's struggle. But yeah, I, I have avoided it because I the mythology episodes I think are going to make or break this this sixth episode mm. event. Mm. So I'm like I did with the first one. I'm going in completely blind or as blind as I possibly can. Well, I won't spoil it then. But it is a it's a very <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> it's not too spoilery. The what what they what what happens, but they they do show something quite cool. But yeah, I'll wait for you to get there. Okay, well we'll be back for a final look at home again. And next time we're going to be looking at uh, either the trash man or the band-aid nose man, whichever you want to call him, the monster, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and uh, until then, thanks, Andrew. Thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure. Remember, guys, as well, trust no one. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.